Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Well, much like we've seen quite a bit recently, it feels in our market action a little bit like the summer doldrums, the slow summer days of market action. And maybe if you're just looking at the surface, it certainly can seem that way. But there is a lot going on under the surface right now. So we're going to cover a little bit of that here today. But right out of the gate this morning, it looked like it was going to be a really strong session after overnight trading uh, started to pick up as we got closer to the open. And then we opened at all-time highs for the NASDAQ and the S&P 500, a number of our sectors as well, and some of our smaller indexes. But shortly after the open, it started to fall apart a little bit. And we really saw it in the reflation trade that everybody's been talking about, uh, looking at oil, oil and energy stocks, airlines, cruise ships, real retailers, and even the banks, all the biggest losers early in the session today. Some of them were able to rally back after that, that lower morning session, but overall, it really wasn't a great day for the reflation trade. The 10-year yield just continues to fall from, from its highs down a big 3.8% again here today to a 1.31 on the 10-year. Uh, you know, imagine it was just at a 1.7 uh, not too long ago, so falling down in short order here. Uh, but that's one move that we've been waiting for. Uh, we've been talking about it on the podcast here constantly. Uh, we fully expect the uh, the ten year to keep falling. Now it has come a long way pretty quickly as far as the fall goes. Uh, so maybe a little bit of a bounce could be in order here. Uh, but we certainly think that rates are going to head lower, heading the way of Europe, heading the way of Japan. We think that we'll see negative rates here in the United States in the next few years. And when you see that kind of action, when the ten years falling quickly. It adds a lot of worries to investors, especially in the reflation trade like we're talking about here. Because then, with the 10-year heading lower, it means likely that the economic recovery is slowing. And, of course, after the last few lackluster job, job reports here, it's not hard to see why investors are getting worried. So, Something that we talked about here on the podcast last week as well. Kip talked about it a little bit yesterday too. The question remains now, is it time to bring back out the coronavirus insanity playbook? You know, what worked best last year uh, when rates were plummeting, when the rest of the market was selling off, when people were going back on lockdowns? Of course, they're still pumping the fear about new variants constantly, uh, and talks about going back into lockdowns. So, does that mean that it's time to dust off the coronavirus insanity playbook? Well, just a few months ago, pretty much everybody in the mainstream media on Wall Street had declared that growth was dead. It was done for. Time for a rotation to value. But since the May 12th capitulation lows, growth names talking about Big tech, semiconductors, which all did the best during a coronavirus insanity, 
have resumed their leadership here. And even on a day like today where the NASDAQ was essentially flat, still hit a new all-time high, but flat on the day, we got all-time highs in the Qs. We got all-time highs in the tech ETFs. You see the mega cap tech names up big here as well. So, again, the question is, is it time for growth to continue leading the way? We think so. Even though some of the uh, the value names did make a comeback today, looking really at like the financials, energy did get beat up, but financials as a sector actually were able to finish positive materials and industrials leading the way. So maybe it's a little too soon to, to write off value completely, but we think the rotation back into growth is underway here. Then today, we also got the minutes from the last month's FOMC meeting, which, yeah, I said this before the minutes came out, and it seems to be so true. Uh, Kip and I were talking. I said, this is really seems like a non-event. It gets hyped up. Oh, the minutes are coming out. Well, we already heard from the Fed chairs in the FOMC meeting last month. Now, you know, they say that in the minutes... You get what happened behind closed doors a little bit. But when you have every single Fed leader, speaker, whatever position they hold at the Federal Reserve, on constantly, whether it's you know, Bloomberg, CNBC, different financial publications, what more can they possibly say that they haven't really beaten a dead horse on already? Um, so when it came out, it's pretty much what it was. Nothing new. Uh, you know, they didn't really talk much more about possibly raising rates. Still no sign of when they may begin to taper. Now, they did continue to say that, yes, we it could happen this year. It could happen next year. It could happen. No definite dates. They don't give us anything specific. So really nothing new or game-changing coming out of those minutes, but it does worry the market whenever it comes out. We saw that today after the sell-off leading up to that report. And then going into the close, we got a pretty solid close. So it really didn't matter too much what was said in those FOMC minutes. Uh, Like I said, though, did rally a little bit after they were released. Uh, We finished today with three out of our four major indexes positive on the day today. We were led by the S&P 500 hitting another all-time high here. Yesterday, I think, would have made eight days in a row, but took a little breather yesterday. So it makes eight out of the last nine sessions. We've gotten an all-time high now from the S&P 500. Up today, 0.34% to 4,358. We were followed there by the Dow, up three-tenths of 1% to 34,681. And next up here is the NASDAQ. Like I mentioned earlier, pretty much flat on the day, up 0.01%, but that is an all-time high to 14,665. We also got all-time highs today, despite the Russell 2000 being down almost a full 1% on the day to 2,252. The Russell 1000 and the Russell 3000, both were able to hit all-time highs today. Looking at our internals on the day, though, not the numbers that we want to see here. This now makes six out of the last eight sessions that we've really had less than stellar internals here, which is pretty incredible. 
given how many all-time highs we've been hitting. Just last week, the S&P advanced decline line hit an all-time high. NASDAQ, S&P, Dow Jones, all-time closing high at least last week. Uh, and a number of our sectors, but still can't get the internals to really get rocking here. But like I said, it hasn't all been bad. The S&P advanced decline line hit an all-time high on Friday. So still, even with six out of the last eight sessions mixed to mixed to positive, mixed to negative, really just mixed as a whole for the internals is less than ideal. And we certainly want to see the internals start improving. Maybe some yellow flags starting to be raised here because of these internals. We'll be watching here closely and reporting on it here every day on the podcast. And then, of course, come and join us. We've got a 14-day free trial going on right now at VRAinsider.com. Come and join us. Check it out. We give you every every bit of, of this update ahead of the market open. So come join us. We'd love to have you with us. Uh, but so looking at our internals, declining stocks, beating out advancing stocks, really just barely on the NYSE, but almost two to one negative for the NASDAQ today. New 52-week highs to lows do continue to be our bright spot. We finished today with 347 stocks hitting 52-week highs to just 150 hitting 52-week lows, but that number is rising. Last week, those numbers were roughly 40 to 50 stocks hitting new lows. So to see 150 hitting new 52-week lows today, again, something that we're watching for. Lastly, volume here coming in 2 to 1 negative, just almost right at 2 to 1 negative for the NYSE, a little bit better for the NASDAQ, but not a whole lot. So again, not the numbers we want to see from our internals, but no major red flags here yet. Looking at our sectors on the day, this is where we saw probably the most strength of the day. We finished with 8 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. We were led by materials, followed there by industrials, and then we had healthcare, which hit an all-time high today. Uh, real estate, actually, it was over a couple more down. Let's see exactly where this finished, because we hit within a penny. Actually, it looks like it almost perfectly tied it's all-time high at the highs of the day. Um, so really, right there, we'll call it an all-time high for the real estate sector. Good to see that as well. And then the tech sector also hitting an all-time high today. And then lastly here for our leaders, the financials were beaten up early in the session, able to finish just above flat on the day today. Then our laggards, Energy led the way lower today. Oil prices got beat up. I'll get to that here more in a second. And then we had communication services and consumer discretionary. All right, so lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now up roughly half a percent to 1,803 an ounce. Silver up 0.16% to $26.21 an ounce. Copper, our biggest winner today, up 1.39% to $4.31 a pound. And then, as I mentioned earlier, oil falling hard today after hitting its highest levels since 2018 yesterday, just right around $77 a barrel. And you got to go back further to where you get above that level. It's been a while. Uh, but today, down a big 2% to just under $72 a barrel at $71.91. So, I mean, that's $5 off a barrel from where it was yesterday uh, for oil. 
And then lastly today, Bitcoin now up 1.6% to 34,557 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.